A woman gives her child an insane name. Another woman says she'll never cook for her family again. And other insanity coming up. Welcome to God Guns Glory. Alright, welcome back. It's been a pretty interesting week, uh, but before we jump into anything, we got another guest with us we, this week, Tommy. Say hey, hi. Hey, what's up guys? How you guys doing? Alright, so uh, I, I'm having trouble deciding what story to talk about first. I got a lot of them. The big news story this week we're not going to talk about only because, and I will admit, I have not much of an idea of what's going on. Hey, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Let's, um, you know, last night... We all know what happened. Bush Sr. died. Let's just start yeah. out with that. You know, sad thing. Uh, you know, he was old. He was 94. He lived a full life. He went skydiving for his 90th birthday. Wow. That's pretty cool. All-American man. Right there. Eating hot dogs and skydiving until the day he died. Yep. Boom. What happened to Brats? Brats are German. Brats are good, though. They are good. But they're German. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, keep the family in your prayers. Yep. Um, but the big news story this week is the Mueller investigation and all that stuff. All that stuff. I'm I'm kind of as people are talking about it more. I'm kind of getting an idea of what's going on. Yeah, I know. But I'm still somewhat confused on the whole timeline of everything. So I'm gonna stay away from it for now because I don't want to say something well, incorrect. What, what what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing from like Mark Levin and a lot of those people is, you know, it sounds a lot like the Salem witch trials. It's oh, if yeah. you say what we want, oh, you only have a few weeks in jail. Oh, but yeah. if you don't say what we want, life in jail, we're gonna ruin your life and all that. Even though they're arguing the life, it's just like the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. Oh, tell us what we want here. Admit that you're guilty. Oh, you're not guilty. You're not gonna admit. Uh, dead. Yeah, not actually dead, but pretty much. So, yeah, I, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't know much of the details. I don't want to say something incorrect. What Eric said is most of the extent of my knowledge. Uh, so we're going to leave that one alone. Plus, I had a, a lot of also, stories. Also, you're not doing something wrong, you're not going to remember. They, they say they didn't say the details in exactness, and it wasn't really important details. What I've heard from it is not important details. And you're not going to remember stuff when you weren't doing something wrong. Right. So, yeah. So I, I didn't want to get too much into that. Um, but I've got other stories that are more interesting to me that I would more want to talk about from this week. Uh, a lot of people are insane. All three of my stories are about insane women, okay? I didn't seek it out because they're women. It just just so happened oh, they're my, all insane women. Oh, and my Florida women. man that I have, which is technically a Florida woman this time, is a crazy woman, too. And a crazy Not Oh, and uh, Alan's story is about a crazy man. So, a lot of crazy people today. Probably uh, all liberals. I'm going to go with the first one, one that really stuck out to me this week. So, this mother named her child Absidy, okay, but it's spelled A-B-C-D-E, okay? So, the vowels are not in the right spot. There's only one vowel. It's at the end, not in the right, not, not in the right place. I would have no clue how to pronounce this if I just saw the name. Wait. And, Did you say there's only one vowel and it's A, B, C, D, E? Oh, you're right. A, duh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You're it, in college, man. It's, Come on. It's just past 9 p.m. Once it hits 9 p.m., my brain shuts down. Uh, what's okay? your excuse the rest of the day? I don't know. Okay. I'm just, it's the weekend, too. 
It's the weekend too. And it's the end of the semester, so my brain's already working its way Dude. down. I'm, I've, I've only got one week of regular classes left and then two days to do finals. So Okay, let's go. All right, now get your hat off of me. <laughs> so I can get to the story. Okay. Right, two vowels, but they're not in the right places. I would have no, I would have no clue how to pronounce this if I saw it. And I would think it's hilarious. And I'd probably take a picture of the person's boarding pass because I didn't get to any more of this. They're, they're uh, what was it, Southwest Airlines at John Wayne Airport. I think that's in California. Oh. They were on their way to El Paso, Texas. The mother and her, so Tracy Redford's the mother. Her daughter's Absidy Redford. But I barely even want to say Absidy because that makes it sound like it's spelled even somewhat relatively correct. correct. A-B-C-D-E. I like A-B-C-D-E. Like that's no. what she. It's A B C D E. I think parents want to have unique names, so they pick A B C D E, and then they they were like, well, the most, you know, the way that you would pronounce it that would make the most sense is absidy, okay, even though that doesn't make sense. Unique names expect okay. to be made fun of. But here's what happened. So they're boarding, and then I think I didn't write down all the details, but the people working at the airport, one of them like took a picture of the boarding pass with the name on it, and was laughing at the. Uh, girl and like posted it on social media. Okay, that's and a little far. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, we Here's weren't. what I'm getting at. Yes, it is wrong to make fun of someone's name. I probably would take a picture of it though, not gonna lie. I've seen some crazy stuff in the mail room and I've taken pictures of the mail with weird names. I can't even say some of them because it's not an actual name. Someone just literally puts something. I can't say, but uh, some crazy stuff. So I would take a picture of it. Probably, but I wouldn't post it on social media to make fun of it. I'd just show close friends. I'd be like, hey, this is a crazy name I saw. But whose fault really is it? Mom. It's the mom's. It's like, the mom's fault. Yeah. Because, yes, again, it's wrong to make fun of somebody's name, but when you name your kid A, B, C, D, E, you've got it coming. And I, I, I mean, I don't think legally it should be child abuse, but it kind of is child abuse. Because if you that give, be made fun of if the you rest give, of their life. if well, maybe you they wasn't like, thinking about, yeah, you should. They, they should think. And if that's the they problem. should, yeah. but that's maybe the they wasn't thinking about it. Oh, they were thinking. They weren't. Not they, they were thinking. thinking. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they, if they can, if they were looking for a unique name, they could have thought ahead and been like, "Hmm, is my child going to get bullied a lot for this?" The thing is, if you name your kid something that they're going to have to explain then it's a curse. It's not a name they're going to want. It's not a name you should give your kid because they're going to have to live with it up until at least they're old enough to legally change it. So I just, again, it is wrong that they made fun of the name, but I don't think the mother should be complaining about it. And I think she filed an actual complaint. I'm not sure, but she should not complain right. when that happens, when she, she set the table for this to happen. Okay. Alan, you want to give us your story or you want to wait till my next one? Bring your next one. Okay. So my next one is the woman says she's never going to cook for her family again. So uh, I have a different um, thing up here than the one I heard. I actually heard about it on Matt Walsh show. But So this woman was, uh, she had a uh, article, I, I don't remember, I think it was Glamour Magazine or something. You know, all of us read it every day. And uh, what? it's sarcasm, Eric. <laughs> but the, nobody reads Glamour magazine. If you do, well, whatever. Good for you. Anyway, 
her article was about how she's never cooking for a family again because she she hated that she had to, so to speak. And it's her ex-husband now, but was her husband of, I think, 12 years. And they had, I think, two kids. She said she used to love cooking, and then over time she didn't like it. I think, judging by what she said, she didn't like that her husband would never say thank you. And, yeah, he should say thank you. But here's the thing. First of all, judging by the way the article was written, because I, I, I heard about it on the Matt Walsh show, but he read most of the article, and the way she worded the article makes it sound like she expected him to give her gratitude for cooking meals, but she was not at all appreciative that he was out working every day to provide for the family. Because also, by the way, she uh, wrote the article, I don't think she had a job because she said she dropped the kid. She said over the years she she got really sad that she had to cook. She dropped the kids off, uh, and then she'd go and, like, do an exercise, and then she'd just, like, cry in her room and take a nap uh, until she had to pick her kids up. Yeah. It, I was like, okay. Oh my goodness. Stop with your complaining. You I, I think it was overdramatic. But I the point the point is, judging by that, she didn't have a job. And so she she complains that the husband didn't show gratitude. But did she show gratitude to him? Judging by the article, I don't think so. Gratitude is import, very important in a relationship, but it goes both ways. If she wants him to be grateful, she needs to be grateful too. And the same would go the other way around. If the guy was complaining that she never thanked him for uh, like for going out and working, if he was complaining about that, I'd say, well, did you thank her for the thing she did? But he's not complaining about it that I know of. She's the one complaining that she never got the gratitude. But again, and we don't know for sure, but it seemed like she was not at all thankful for what he did every day leaving the house and working all day long, coming home after a long day of work, having earned more money for the family to See, support you know the family. you know what aggravates me, too, is she probably will get away with not working anymore, too. Because you know why? Because half of that crap, half that guy's money that he works hard for goes to her. Which I think we have a broken divorce system. Because guess what? It's not right for the guys. And I have a Well, I don't think... I don't think there should be divorce anyway because it's a legal contract saying you're not going to break yeah. it. But then they legally let you break it. But no, my I'm not like, against I'm not against them splitting it half and half because again, not, but the guy's paycheck, a lot of it goes to mom. Well, when you have well, yeah, when it when as far as the children, the mom gets it almost all the See, time, like eighty five percent of the time. What I find really dumb because guess what? What is the husband so what with the job? Mom doesn't have a job. I think the husband should get it if he has the job. See, and it's really dumb, and it aggravates me. You know, people will get mad at me for saying this, but I find a, a family with a mother gone functions better than a family with a father gone. I mean, it's just, look at the statistics. Without a dad, that's where most of the homosexuality comes from. Look at houses without like dads. Crime. That's suicide. Most of my, suicide rates. It's crazy. The father's homes is the biggest problem in America right Gangs. now. Gangs. Yes, that is the biggest problem in America is a fatherless home. Mm-hmm. And the the other thing that bugged me about the story is she acted like she was such a victim and everything. But if she has the attitude that cooking for her family is an enslavement, because it's basically what she, she said, it was like a prison and enslavement. If she has the attitude, like if cooking for her family, providing for her family, if it 
feels that way to her. She I am surprised. Deserve, she does not I am, deserve to have those kids. I am, she does not deserve to have those I am surprised that the marriage lasted so long. If you're gonna have that kind of attitude, and the same the same would go for the husband, but I, I don't think he had that attitude because he still continued to go work every day. If the husband were to decide, you know what, I'm tired of going to work. I don't like doing it. I want to sit home. I want to watch TV. And he stopped going to work. The family would not function very long, and they would split up, and it it would be his fault. Right. And it 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 would be a shame, and I would blame him for the family falling apart. But he didn't do that. But she had the idea that what she was doing for the family was an enslavement. That kind of attitude, I'm surprised the family lasted so long. Because somebody with that kind of an attitude, I would not want to stick around with. She probably Neither just didn't I. get something that she wanted. Neither would I. I don't know. Anyway. So, I guess the biggest takeaway is, if you want gratitude, you need to show gratitude too. Because, again, it again we don't know for sure, but it did seem like she was not at all thankful for what he did. But she expected him to be thankful for what she did. All right, let's go to your story now. Oh, man, that means I have to reopen my phone. Yeah, I told you I'd do it after this you story. You know what? <laughs> Sorry, people, it's late. It's not actually late, but it's... It's late for us. We once it's dark, our brains kind of shut down. No, and we're just And we're just not, not thinking. Bad phone. Yeah, that's Tommy, when yours finally turns on. You're always shut down, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, where's Messenger? Messenger. I'm lost. So, Tommy, uh, while he's looking for that, what's up? I was like, not much, man. Um, just <laughs> living a life. Actually, this would be a good time hey. while you're looking for that. I am, am very upset after the game today. Okay, we don't talk about <laughs> No, I have to get it out of my system. I'm absolutely mad. If any of you are Alabama fans, stop following. Unsubscribe. I don't want you to listen to our podcast ever again. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Please, we Gary, love you. We, we love you. Alabama. We love you, but we hate your team. And please, don't ever say anything about it. And if you're obnoxious about Gary, it, we in fact, will kick you. when we start, <laughs> when we start broadcasting live, we're gonna have a live comments. If you have Discord, and, and you say if anyone says anything about Alabama, you're getting the, the, kicked. If you Gary, say anything positive Gary, about Alabama, I'm going to. You're getting kicked. Gary, now, not the state, but eat, the football Gary, yeah. eat a Snickers. You're not you and you're hungry. If you have a Snickers, I will gladly eat it right now. But the point is, <laughs> the point is, Georgia outplayed Alabama for three and a half quarters, up by two touchdowns twice in the game, and they still lost because at the very end, the defense gave up. Alabama. Well, there was blatant, quite frankly there was blatant calls. Well, I was gonna say called. Alabama quite frankly got away with a couple calls. A couple, every time the. And now again, I don't like blaming the refs all the time because they miss things on both sides. But there's some blatant stuff that I'm like, really. But the point is, the it, it's just annoying, and especially it you let to let you guys know, me and Eric are consider ourselves Georgia fans. To watch them lose in the national championship, barely. They almost won to Alabama after I already didn't like Alabama because they're like the Patriots of the college football. Oh, if you guys like the Patriots too, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the Steelers. So, so to already not like them and then for Georgia to lose to them in the national championship, I was pretty bitter. And now after this game, when for three and a half quarters, I was really excited. I was like, you know what, finally we're going to get our revenge. Finally, I'm going to be happy. Finally, I will have something to live for again in life. 
I'm kidding. I'm being a little over dramatic, but and then Alabama wins, and I almost threw my phone at the TV. And I'm not the kind of person that almost throws Yay. phones. Been there, done He's that. He's not. I know. Been there, done that. <laughs> and they're done. Know, and they're done. We know that. that. He, he's broke his phone on. I on shouldn't the wall say that. I, I've done I that threw too. Threw my wall. I was. You threw yeah, your it, wall. It, it, didn't it sink <laughs> in the wall? No. I've thrown this wall, it phone into the wall, and it, wall. it did fine. <laughs> and it shattered. And right. I was like, oh man. Okay. So anyway, the point is, if any of you are Alabama fans, please do not say anything good about Alabama, or I'm going to be very upset. Okay. Now we'll go to Alan's story. Yeah, I guess. And Steelers. Okay. Ex-Hillary Clinton head advisor screams with no pants on at Fox headquarters. <laughs> First off, this sounds like we're starting off Florida, man, almost. Um, Hillary Clinton's advi- advisor, Philip Reins, 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 however you want to say it, reportedly had an unhinged meltdown at Fox News headquarters following a television appearance. After after the appearance... appearance he debated with uh, Harlan Hill. Ryan's allegedly screamed at Hill while not wearing any pants. Well then. Why he didn't have pants on, I don't know. Maybe it was a bit warm in the room where they did the interview. From what I heard, but from what I heard from the guy that sent us this was that um, whoa, that he was in a dressing room and he was so mad he didn't even bother to put pants on and he just came out yelling. That should be no reason. Which would be the why he didn't have his pants on because he he was in his dressing room. I don't know if that's what the article says, but that's what I heard. Okay, so Harlan Hill tweeted, debated with Hillary Clinton's former senior advisor, Philip, tonight. Afterwards, he came at me screaming like a maniac. I thought he was going to cry. Two second, he told me to clean the... Dang. Okay. Oh. Clean the what? This is says, he told me to clean the pubic hair off my face. Whatever that means. That He literally yeah. says whatever that means in, yeah. in his feet. Third, and the third best part was he, was he had no pants on. Yep. This is the left, people. Yeah. That's the, pretty much the reason we bring this story up, because that is the left. They, they uh, have lost their marbles. A liberal someone someone that is so open-minded that their brain has fallen out. Who said that again? I don't know. I don't remember what that's from. I've seen it. I've seen it in multiple places. So I don't remember for sure. Someone said that quote. Let us know if you guys remember. Someone said that. So I mean, Alan could look it up if you really wanted to. Not really. (laughs) Okay. I guess we're at that point in the night. We're not gonna. I'm not going and do anything. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. We get it. So, now to the story that makes me very angry. And I want to try and make sure I got names right real quick before I start talking about it. Um, I don't think it says last names. Uh, okay, so it doesn't say last names. It only actually says one person's name. Alright, so, a mother is trying to force her son to be transgender. Oh my goodness. So, what happens is she for basically forces him. Okay, I think it started when she took him to a therapist, and there, he's like a gender dysphoria therapist or whatever. So it's like 
that's his specialty. So she's trying to force and she and, and the therapist diagnosed him with gender dysphoria. I'm just saying, if you're going to a therapist that does that stuff specifically, why would he not diagnose him? So I think the mother is like, oh, he's got this, so we need to support that. So she forces him to wear a girl's clothes. He does not give him an option when he's there. And she calls him Luna. She actually registered him in first grade under the name Luna. The dad says when he's with him, he chooses boys' clothes. He wants to do boys' things. He wants to be a boy. But the mother says, no, he's got gender dysphoria, so he's going to be a girl. I hope the dad wins. In the Keep in mind, James is six years old. See, that's wrong. He's like six. And the mother accused the father of child abuse. No, no, it's the other way. The mother's abuse. That woman is mentally Here's taking away one sure thing about the child. The child knows that he's a boy. But then she's taking that away, and that stability is going to wreak havoc on his mind. I'm not even at the worst parts yet. So, first of all, the court forbids the father from talking about sexuality or anything related to Christianity forcing, because it would support his identity as a male. Forcing her son. I to would be, be punching people for, if I was a father. Forcing her son to be transgender is like forcing. Wait, is there any way this, this case can be reopened? Forcing her Hold son on, to be transgender is like forcing her son out of church. Yeah, kind of. She's deciding how his yeah, life is going to go and it's going I'll, to ruin. I would literally tell the court, eat a... Uh, yeah, just stop it there. Yeah, yeah. let's... But I would, too. Yeah. Eat an but, apple so, and... Um, they're also... I'm going to raise my son how I want and you're not going to tell me I how think I do there, it there, I, I think there's a court thing going on because Same I thing. think she's trying to get him charged with child abuse and take away his custody rights. Um... Also, the part that really makes me mad, although, I mean, that oh, last father's part the judge, really the first thing I heard, I say, all right, we're ruling right now. Father has full oh, custody. Yeah. I know. I would not. You never, I would say you never get to see your child again. You will be put in a mental hospital. Well, the problem is the child is six, okay? He just wants to be a boy. He is too young to make decisions like that, first of all. Second of all, he's not even making those decisions. She's forcing this upon him. Children are at an age, at six, they're not even at an age they fully understand themselves or the world or anything. And they're very, very susceptible to just believe everything their parents say. So when his father gives him a choice, he's still picking to be a boy, like a boy. But how long is that going to last if his mother is continuously telling him, you're a girl, you're a girl? Eventually, he's going to believe it. And that makes me mad. But the mother should never it gets worse because... She's planning and trying to get him, when he's eight, to have hormone treatment and surgery and puberty suppression to prevent him from growing into a man. It will suppress his puberty. He will not grow, he will not grow into a man. He will stay childlike to retain more of a feminine thing. Also, I, from other sources I've heard, that involves sterilization. They're trying to sterilize an eight-year-old. He's six now, but he's going to be eight. They're going to try and sterilize an eight-year-old. He has no say in this. The father has no say in it. They're trying to take away his say. I, oh, I'd go I would her. be. I think. I think. I don't even know the kid, and I want to punch that mom in the mouth. I think it's I safe wanna, to say she needs Jesus. It's bad that I'm talking about violence right here, but that's how mad it makes me. 
And it's one of those things. This is this is a person's life that is being destroyed by an insane mother. Absolutely if the insane. Kid take, remember you grow remember he grows All I up takes her to court we need to for pray ruining for his kid. For messing up his life. Also like these that. these treatments will be irreversible. Yeah. That's why I don't think I think it should not be a lot of kids. I think it has you have to be at least twenty one. Like alcohol, because your brain is not fully developed till you're twenty one. I think these surgeries should be held off till you're twenty one. Un unexplained like undisputable. Twenty one is when you can do this because your brain is not fully developed. I don't think someone should make it. What first surgery? No, no for those no. for those type of things. Surgeries um, that aren't required. Keep in mind just... keep in mind transgender decisions at such a young age is the way that pedophilia is going to be normalized. Because the idea behind pedophilia is the child is too... Well, first of all, it's just absolutely Messed. horrifying. But the child is too young to make decisions like that. that That's the idea with pedophilia. They are too young to make those decisions. So, But now they're saying... Oh, they're they're developed enough to make these decisions to decide. Oh, they're developed I can change, change into another. Life. I can change into a whole another gender. So, some people believe that they believe the kid can make that decision. Kids not and old that enough. That naturally to... will lead to some people saying, "Well, if they can decide that, then why can't they consent?" And then pedophilia will come. Ch children cannot. They they. Especially at young ages like this, they will follow what adults tell them. They will believe anything an adult tells them. That is why you we can't let kids make these decisions. I mean, it shouldn't. People shouldn't be making a decision anyway because every cell in your body is either XX or XY. And even if you mutilate that's, yourself, that's even if you mutilate yourself, your cells are still XX or XY. But the but back. To the story specifically, the kid's not really deciding this. The mother's trying to force this on him, and it makes me very, very mad. And the father is fighting with everything he's got to try and save his son. And we need to pray for that father, and we need to pray for the son, and we need to pray for the mother that she can, I don't know, get a brain or something. Amen. Amen. I think the kid needs to be taken away from her. She I needs pray, to go I'm, to I an pray, insane asylum. I, or something. I pray that she never sees her child again, ever. Okay, she does not deserve to see that child. I'd rather her realize what's wrong. I don't realize care. it's wrong. I don't care if she never. No, she I'm saying if she, if she, if she no, she I'm saying realize what's wrong with that. If she were to realize and turn around, that would be better than for her to stay messed up like this. But she probably is gonna stay messed up like this, and that's why she should not see him ever if she's trying to do that to him. So, like the judge, what did the judge say? Didn't she say he said he can't? He can't talk to his son about Christianity or sexuality. Um, I, I tell him, step that's all off. I read from there. Step off. It's my son. This is America. I'm going to teach him what I want. And you have no say in that, sir. Yeah, the court, the court should not have any say in what a parent teaches their child. Now, is there any way Trump can get involved? We need to send this to Trump. Yeah, I know. We need to get Trump involved. Pardon, pardon the guy of all. Well, I, he's not really charged with the crime, so I don't think a pardon would. I'm not sure how those work. But they, they, this. the court shouldn't force or shouldn't forbid a father from teaching his son about Christianity. But and, and but they should forbid the mother from doing what she's doing because she's trying to change him into something he's not. And she's trying to get these 
medical procedures done on him that are irreversible and horrible. I mean, imagine he'll only be eight years old at the time. He won't realize what's going on. But imagine in the future, if he ever wanted to have a kid, if he, you know, once he's out from his mom, he's like, she, if, you know, he realizes, you know, I'm a dude, my mom's, was it, my mom was an idiot, I'm a guy, but he wants to have kids, he won't be able to anymore. That's what people don't think about. And really, a specialist on that is going to tell you, oh yeah, he has that, because guess what, you're going to start seeing him more, he's going to make more money. That is just a, he scammed you into it, and now you're paying him money. You're just stupid. <clears throat> Completely and utterly stupid. So again, just be praying for the father as he's fighting for his son and pray for the son just pray for the whole situation this is like pray that the courts will have clear judgment where that goes to federal court that's no matter what no matter what court play that they or pray that they have clear judgment on the situation pray this goes all the way to judge judy <clears throat> it's not going to judge judy with stuff like this <laughs> new things like that there's no legislation on what's allowed like yeah. how they should take this all the way up to judge judy <laughs> Judge Judy is a TV judge. I know. <laughs> but like things like this, there aren't laws on it because people are like, you don't get to determine how what our kids do with their lives. And it's kind of like the government tells you that you have to send your kid to school. They get some amount of say also, in what happens what? to your kid and what you're also, allowed to do. I'll, well, if you're saying that, then why, why do you get to say what your kid does? What? What? Just saying the government goes and get to say... And they get a say in what happens to the kids. They I know, get, but I'm you, saying that they you say can't that. beat the they, kid, you they can't say do that. this, you can't they're do that. They're saying, you don't decide for my child, my child makes his own decisions, but meanwhile, while they're saying that, they're leading their child into the decision that they aren't making. You get to raise your kid your own way, but the government does get to be kind of like, hey, you can't do this, this, or this, the child isn't ready for this, this, or this. The child needs to go to school because if it's left up to them, then they won't go to school and then they won't have an education. Right, and that's no, what right. I'm saying. They say they got to go to school, and they need to say that they can't be forced into transgenderism, especially at such a young age. And there just isn't laws on that. I'd ban, I would, if I was president or someone high up, I would ban those surgeries until you're 20. And the thing is, you get so much pushback, it wouldn't even happen, because the left would get so angry and be yelling at you about how you can't tell them what they're allowed to do with their kids. I'd say, look. It would let the child live with his mom and then let the mother move to Eureka Springs. What? <laughs> Eureka Springs in uh Missouri and I ain't ever seen so many rainbow flags in one place. Oh yeah. In my life. Things like that are just really Go to California, up man. No, I'm dead serious. Eureka Springs. Yeah. They have a big Jesus statue, but so many. What? <laughs> they have a big Jesus statue, but so many uh, you rainbow to... flags. I've never heard of this place. When did you go? I went there uh, when I went to Branson. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we went to Eureka Springs. It's yeah. only like an hour away. Why'd you go to Eureka Springs? Because we you had... wanted to, to see the rainbow flags. No, you wanted to go to No, show. because we ate Thanksgiving dinner there at this really high top place. I don't know what it's called, but it was good turkey. Nice. And we know why you wanted one of All right, so anyway. turkey. before we go to Florida, man, I wanted to say like two things related to sports. First of all, I just noticed that my uh, Canadian college professor... His favorite hockey team is playing my favorite hockey team right now, and his team's winning. As much as I'm not so into hockey, so I'm not going to be devastated if my team loses, I kind of want his team to win because he's in a good mood when the Oilers win. So I almost want his team to win just because he's more 
He's not mean. He's nice no matter what. But yeah, he's, he's even Canadian, he's Gary. even more nice. Gary's Canadian. Yeah, but he's even in a better mood when is the Oilers he, win. Is he so. liberal? I don't know. Can't tell. Was he the one talking about hitting deer in the whole night? No, that, no, that <laughs> was a different professor. Anyway, so there's that. And then I mentioned something about the XFL last week. I learned over the past week one of the new teams is going to be in St. Louis. And on Wednesday, they're going to announce the remaining seven cities where, you know, all the cities of where their eight teams will be. And then early 2019, they'll announce the team names and all that. So I'm getting pretty excited because the NFL is making me mad. The refs are horrible. There's way too many commercial breaks. So I'm pretty excited. And I guess with that, we'll move over to Florida Man. Who's going first? I'll go. Okay. Go ahead. So this lady... And Dollar General, she works for Dollar General, and she broke wind, you know, how everyone everyone does. You know, when you break wind, you got to be ready to be called out, man. You, you Every time, you just got to man up to that, yeah, I did it, I'm sorry. You can't get upset when someone calls you out. Well, someone called her out, uh, a customer, and she went to prison for passing gas. Now, it wasn't really for passing gas, it was more for pulling a knife on the person who did it? Who accused her? Okay. Look, you can't get this angry, people. You know, it might anger you a lot, but look, life goes on. Gotta put. You gotta. You gotta get that uh, statement about you away. Gone like the wind. That's also you know, in a book. Or I was trying book. to make a joke, but no one got it. I'm busy. I got it. Her job is gone with the wind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, well, you know, that was just a stupid decision. Let's just end with that. <laughs> All right. Okay, so imagine having a gender reveal party that caused $8.2 in damages. <laughs> That's <laughs> when I found the story. It just said this gender reveal party caused $8.2 million in damages. I was like, Okay, <laughs> what happened? So, the idea behind this gender reveal party. They had a target that would explode when they shoot it with a gun. And they had colored powder in it that would reveal the baby. So he shoots it. This dude, uh, Dennis Dickey. He's a border patrol... patrol uh, I can't talk. Border patrol agent. Oh, no. He was off-duty at the time. He shot the target. He was fined $220,000. Which is much less than what the damages were. So he shot it. The target exploded and it revealed blue. So it's a boy. So you don't have to worry anymore. I Now you know what it is. It's a boy. And uh, But then after that, it sparked a uh, 47,000 acre wildfire. <laughs> Which I think this was last year Dang. in Arizona. I feel bad for him. Like He wasn't trying to do Yeah, I know. Long. I would be... I would feel very bad. So, Alan, are you ready? Nope. I don't really even see any that are funny. A lot of them are about dead people, and that's kind of sad. Uh, well, I guess we'll just have two this week. We have two this week. Oh. Dang, Alan, you're slacking. Man, I'm tired. You better be ready. You told me you had one, too. I said I might do the one about the guy trying to break into a car that lost his pants. Oh. 
Well, a dude tried to break into a car and lost his pants, in apparently. The process. Um, it's kind of a funny video. Alan's too lazy to look up the details, so that's all we can give you for that one. And uh, as of now, I think our plan is our first live broadcast is going to be Christmas. Christmas. Maybe not Christmas Day. depends on how things go. But around that time, we'll probably do a Christmas special. All right, so that's it for now. We'll see you. See you.